Most successful shrimp tank ever. <laughs> <laughs> shrimp would overload. Fish room updates. Wow. I feel like that's what we're going to have to listen to. What, what happened to the one we always watch? Are you going to put on a different aquarium? Well, what the fuck? The, it's not, they don't have the one we usually watch. No, it got banned. Shadow it's not. It's not that one. You got Shadow Ring. This one? No, it's not that one. It's not this one. What about? I don't. Wait. I feel like I saw one with a. This one's kind of. I feel similar. like I saw one with a tortoise in it. I did, I just said this one looked kind of familiar, and I meant to say similar, <laughs> but I mixed it with familiar. Familiar. This looks familial. I feel like we could really raise a family to that one. <laughs> All right. What, what the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with some of these thumbnails? The guilty tag. There's obviously a guy who does like um soy face reactions to different fish tanks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think he might be MD fish tank. Soy face? You know soy face? Is that a guy? <coughs> oh. <laughs> what is that like when you get a big yum full of soy? Oh when you get a big <laughs> Relax. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Now's the time for relax. So here's what I'm thinking. I go to the suggestions of this video. Yeah. This is pretty funny. Oh, shit. oh, fuck me, fuck me, man. I actually I want the one with the tortoise in it. I'm not this one. Yeah, the turtle. Bruh, three hours of 4K turtle paradise. That I just think. Oh well, the next one is I think the one we used to watch. No, I don't know. Nah, it's not. But this one, you see that word in the top left? Oh, for fuck's sake! Should we just leave this? Or do you want the turtle? No, this is fine. Well, you said you wanted the turtle. Um, but you see that word I'm in the top left? I'm not going to look at it. Do you see that word in the top <laughs> left? Relax time? No, 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 the very top left. Suggestions? No, 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 sorry. Oh, sorry. Of the thumbnail I have highlighted. Oh. <coughs> Fundraiser? No, here we go. Literal relaxation. And then I imagine you put a C at the side of it. <laughs> Collateral <laughs> relaxation. Collateral damage. Right, well, let's get the, uh, let's get the, uh, three hours of, will that be enough? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And also it's a fundraiser. Oh. Oh! I didn't know it was sick. Oh! <laughs> uh, oh my god, what the fuck is this? It's dolphins! This is bad. This is really bad. Oh, no going back now. Oh well. And I, yeah, I, had, a, I had an inkling hit record. Welcome please to the JBG podcast where these G's are gonna spread their seeds of knowledge about the league. It's flourishing with ease. These funny catches seem to be well read, esteemed and honest. Like the man himself, Jeff Van Gundy. They are high IQ, so cerebral and funny. So if you're on the bus, just border on the dunny. Listen to the JBG NBA tribute show. Very good, very good. So why are we here? <laughs> Uh, hey man, it's been a while. Yeah. Ooh. It's so cold! <laughs> uh, yet to see a turtle in this fucking turtle <laughs> video. Yeah, it's been, for regularly scheduled programming, it's been a very long time. It's been easily the longest ever. Yeah. And I think it might have doubled the previous time. It's been like, I feel like it's been like three weeks. <clears throat> yeah, I reckon the last normal episode was like the, th oh, that doesn't make sense. Oh, no, no. Ages. Yeah. I was going to say the third, but that wasn't a normal episode because that doesn't line up with the 14-day fortnight. What was the third? That, I think that was my solo dolo Oh, journey. yeah. Yeah, and then before that... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's been And then ages. before that, we didn't do it. No, we didn't do one the previous Tuesday. Yeah. Because you were already up there. Yeah. Up there covering the uh, FIFA Women's Basketball World Cup 2022 yeah. Sydney edition. I don't know if we've talked about that. I don't think we have. <laughs> um, and, then, and then... But yeah, it was probably before that. Yeah, I think it was the week before so that. So it's been like a month. I, you know what, man? I got 
basketball reference uh, slash WNBA up. And um, just because before we start an episode, I always go to basketball reference and I just choose whether I go to the NBA page or the WNBA yeah, page. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly a month ago, the WNBA finals finished. Yeah, and that's the last time we were going. <laughs> but isn't that crazy? Yeah. Doesn't that feel like heaps has happened since yeah. then? Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. much. Yeah. But also, it's like, it's literally the only four weeks of the year where there's no professional American basketball happening. Yeah. And there was national American basketball happening. Yeah, exactly right. This is freaking me the fuck out. <laughs> anyway. Do you want to change yeah, it? The, the, Do you need to change the clitoral, the clitoral tortoise thing? Clitoral, Jesus. Also, I think it was littoral. Because it wasn't spelt like literal. We're having a very, we're having a very off mic conversation. <laughs> yeah, we are. But I'm, I, I don't know. I think we should, we should cut all of this. Yeah, yeah. Go back, go back to the. Um, oh, now you're, in, now you're in the shit. This is actually so Mega shit. Si- so usually we have a nice little. Uh, Virtual fish tank. Virtual fish tank going while we record. Ah, we're currently watching a, a was it what was it a three hour turtle mix. turtle spectacular or something like that? Yeah, and it was just not relaxing in the slightest. Yeah, it's so fucking. Now, I'm gross. looking at I'm looking at clips named Survival Camping Nine Feet Three Inches. <laughs> this is our worst episode. Ever. <laughs> well, someone's gonna have to click that. All right, that's open. Alright, now we got the good fish tank going. Should we just start again? No, 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 no. How long have we got? <laughs> Five minutes. Nah, they, they love this stuff. I'm gonna mark the episode from here. Okay, but just like, we'll leave it in. Yeah, absolutely. We can chuck it at the end or something. Or something. Welcome to episode 115 of the JBG NBA Tribute Show. My name is Marco, and joined for the first time in a month is my co-host Lucas. Yep, how you guys going? <laughs> uh, I feel as though there's been enough talk about me. At the FIBA Women's Basketball World Cup 2020. We don't need to touch on it at all. How was your experience? Oh, it was so much fun, man. Yeah. The games were incredible. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, the last four games we watched were just got to be top 20 games of basketball I've ever seen, Mm. you know, in Mm. terms of the talent on the floor, Uh, the Australia-China game actually being exciting, (laughs) Um, and then, yeah, Lauren Jackson, obviously. I'm discounting any game involving America because, like, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun but it's not gonna be competitive yeah and then yeah seeing lauren jackson in her final outing i was talking to uh my housemate ella's mum about this and like you know i don't think she watches basketball at all yeah and she was just all over lauren jackson's 30 plus point performance yeah. in that game. it's such a cool way to finish <laughs> yeah. your career legit. legit yeah um but nah i mean yeah i've talked about it ad nauseum but yeah it was a great time i think that's definitely in the shot <laughs> Hey, Ned, how you going? Um, and she actually pointed out something I didn't realize. I think the last time that the US women didn't win the World Cup or the Olympics, no, I think it was the World Cup, was when Australia won in like 2005. No shit. Led by Lauren Jackson. Wow. <laughs> yeah. There you go. It yeah. comes full circle. It does And it really does. Yeah. Uh, and speaking about coming full circle, we are now at the start of the fucking NBA season. And all of a fucking sudden. All of the sudden. We haven't had... A week without content for I want to say eighteen months, <laughs> and I, by that I mean there has last week there was no content. <laughs> so I, what I mean is there hasn't been nothing to talk. You know what I mean? I want to say longer. I think since we started the freaking pod, like there's been a, there's been something to talk about every week. We t- we started the podcast. What? It was about a week after the twenty twenty finals. We haven't it? even had our two year anniversary. Yeah. Oh, I think this could be. It. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh wow, it is actually like next week or something. Yeah. yeah. It was within the next week. Yeah. Yeah. So we had that, and then obviously we were just doing ramp up preseason stuff. The season started within like two months or something. It started early December, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, we had the shortened gap between the last seasons. And then, yeah, we just had the WNBA to talk about. Yeah. And then last week, we probably could have talked about some stuff as well. Yeah. Know? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no. Like we actual news coming out of training camp. We needed the, the time. I needed the time. I needed the, We needed the time. At the very least. Yeah. Uh, have we, on this show, we've crowned three champions in the NBA and mm. two in the WNBA. We and have. we're not even two years through. We're not even two years through. That. In fact, that. we might have we might have crowned three WNBA champions because we spoke about who we wanted to follow after the Aces oh. Storm Finals. Yeah, but we didn't cover it, which was we our... We did not cover it. That's our regret. Yeah. Uh, today, though, if anyone's still listening, <laughs> we have our patented top seven, bottom four. It is patented. It is just as abstract. <laughs> it predates the plane. <laughs> it does... <laughs> And henceforth, that is why we did this, because we had to stick out somehow. Um, and, I mean, you guys know the drill, but if you don't, uh, it's very simple. We get our top seven picks and bottom four picks for each conference. Yeah. And Any questions? <laughs> Didn't think so. The basic, the basic premise before, about it is the top seven are like locks for the playoffs. You yeah. Know? Before if, the plane was created, formulated. But, you know... Of the four teams that finish in the play-in, we're saying that that's the one who's going to make it out of the play-in for certain. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Like, that's that's what my seven pick is for me. Yeah. Uh, the bottom four, obviously, are the teams that... Uh, <laughs> they're almost always tanking or just abysmally bad. And yeah. then in the middle, what we call the mishmash, that's another patented term, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the teams who, you know, they'll... <laughs> they'll show up in a... Most of them will show up in a later JBG NBA tribute show segment. Uh, you know, as as the limbo teams. These are the teams that aren't going anywhere this season. They're not. They're not. <laughs> there it is. And it didn't make a sound at all. Uh, they're not winning. They're probably not winning in the plane, and they're probably not getting Victor Wembanyama. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, let's get straight into it. We got some Algena tweet after this. This episode <laughs> usually does go for a while. Sorry, can we just get straight into it? Should we start in the left or the right? Uh. Let's start, let's start on the left. Which is the West, for anyone which is who the West. is not you know, up to date with lingo and things of that nature. Now, how do, do, do we want to tackle this? Uh, do we want to go through our picks, and then we'll just go through each team? So you want to start with the top ten or the bottom set of her? Do you want to start with the top seven or the bottom four? Uh, or do we give everything at, at the beginning? Or should we just go through each team and see where we put them? Say where we put them. Mm, interesting. <laughs> I feel like that we would have done it somehow... One. I think usually what we do is we do a quick run through our picks. Okay. <laughs> and then we go through each team individually. Okay, so you go first, because I don't know what you mean. Alright. Well, because if we're gonna do it this way <laughs> <laughs> I want you to I want you to help me I want you to help me out here. Alright. What should I do? Right, go on. <laughs> should I should I make the right pick? Should I make should I make the informed, the smart, the podcaster's pick? Or should I embrace my new philosophy, uh, which I have referred to about twice in public now, of making hay while the sun is shining? So, <laughs> I think that she threw it in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should make hay while the sun is shining. You think I should make hay while the sun is shining? I think I have... My, my locks 
I have four locks for the top seven in the West, and I did not think these four teams were going to be my locks going into this exercise. Uh-huh. So I think we should just fucking go. You only have four locks. No, well, I've got four that were like these are these four teams are gonna make it. All right. Um, and then uh, you know the, uh, the other teams I had to think about. All right. Well, yeah. Let me I'll, let me give you let me give you my locks. Yeah, I, I had exactly the same. Okay. So my my four my top four locks. We got the Los Angeles Clippers, the Phoenix Suns, the Golden State Warriors, and the Denver Nuggets. Okay, I've got the Denver Nuggets. I don't have any of those other teams. Wow! I've got the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Memphis Grizzlies, and the Dallas Mavericks. Holy shit! So my thinking you for put this whole exercise on its head. Well, my thinking for this was like, very deep teams. They got a lot of talent. All of these teams, three of these teams, definitely have a superstar. Minnesota probably is going to have a superstar in Ant. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm counting Jar as a superstar. Uh, and. They got something to prove. Like, they haven't proven that they're good teams yet, so they're going to take the regular season a bit more seriously than other, you know, more experienced teams. And, yeah, I just think that they're... they're, 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 my, they're my... They were like... They might not finish one, two, three, and four. Yeah. But they were right. like my... They're going to make an... Im- they're going to make their imprint this season. And does that mean you think the other teams... I'm just going to come out and say, like, the Phoenix Suns and the Golden State Warriors. Do you think they're either going to, like, thrive or... or Implode. Well, one of those teams aren't making the top seven. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> in my in my in my bracket. Wow. Okay. Well, fuck it. You know what? I'm just gonna go, let's let's say let's say our next three. Okay. Give me your next three. Well, I've got the uh, and these are now the question mark. Yeah. Three. I got the LA Clippers. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the New Orleans Pelicans. Mm-hmm. And I've got the Golden State Warriors. Wow. Damn. The hot takes. They're about to start coming. All right, so what's the rest of it? So let me just run through mine for anyone yeah, that's yeah. like, just with putting it all over the place. Minnesota, Denver, Memphis, Dallas, the Los Angeles Clippers, the New Orleans Pelicans, and the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in the end, we're only going to differ in one. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my final three are the Dallas Mavericks, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and I'm going to say it, the New Orleans Pelicans. Okay. Which leaves Ja Morant's beloved Memphis Grizzlies out of the top out seven. Out of the patented top seven. <laughs> I had to... I think... Well, let's start with this, all right? Let's... I had to... I had to take a punt on the Pelicans this year. Yeah. I think I really, really, really have to believe in them. <laughs> and I like... I think the only... The only thing that is holding... Has been holding me back from making them my, like... You know, my first lock in this exercise is like... Okay, easily the least proven of any of these teams yes. and uh, how much of Zion have we seen I think if you can just get past those two things yeah. which is pretty easy you know like we know there's so much talent on this team we know they're well coached we know they're deep and we know Zion the last time he was healthy was like the most efficient scorer we have seen in like yeah. 20 years slash ever yeah. so I don't think it's I don't think it's a huge step to just be like cool that's probably gonna happen yeah. And, you know, the fact that all that team has to do is win like 48 games to finish in the top seven in the West, it's, it, it doesn't feel like that much to do. It, is, it, it does feel like a recipe for success. Uh, I've got written here, building off the back end of last season adding, and adding Zion, what's not to love? Mm-hmm. And I actually can't picture you guys losing a regular season game. Yeah. Like, I can't go in and be like, hang on, so they got Zion, Brandon, CJ. Like, that's a fucking handful. Yeah. That in itself is a handful. That's, that's 
all of the part of the basketball court. That's all of the half court you could get a bucket from. Yeah. There's like a number one option from like a deep three. To, well, maybe not a deep three, but a, a three all the way to the Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, like the hot zones, they're hot, yeah. they're hot all the way in. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... And then I also think you have the perfect blend of like stars and role players who are really accepting of their role. Mm. Like Jose Alvarado knows who he is. Mm. He knows his role. Yeah. <laughs> Herbert Jones knows his role. Uh... What's the NPC looking guy? <laughs> Trey Murphy knows, Trey his, Murphy, yeah, yeah, knows yeah. his role. Giannis Valanciunas knows why he's there. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think it's the... He, per- he, you he got- clocks in, he plays basketball, and he clocks out. <laughs> yeah. It's the perfect... You've got the perfect blend. And I think you'll start the season well while other teams are answering their questions. You guys will like get a, get a good lead ahead. Mm. Uh, good lead ahead of the pack. And I, I think that's a very... I think it's a good point. I think we're... I think we're the best situated team to beat anyone else. Mm. Like, I'm not... That you know, I'm not saying we're the best team in the league, but I I think we we can match up well against pretty much any team. Yeah. Uh, certainly, we're going to have a lot of trouble against a lot of teams. Yeah. You know, like we don't have an interior defensive. Uh, we don't have an interior defensive anything really. Yeah. So uh, the the great bigs of the league are probably going to have a lot of fun with us, but. I think of any team that's sort of, you know, wavering around, you know, emerging from being a playing team, being a young team, blah, 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 blah. I think we're best situated to beat anyone. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, what, I think we should actually, I know that we like talking about our own teams on this show, but what, what's the one we disagree on? Memphis and the Suns. It's Memphis and the Suns. Yeah. yeah. So I got Memphis in there because they're pretty cringe, but like they'll win games. They won 55 last season or something. They won a lot of games last season. I don't think they got considerably worse. I'm, they might have played better last season than they will this season, but I still think that they've got like forty-eight games. Is like they could cruise and get that. Yeah, uh, I think Me- Memphis are just the sacrifice for me. Yeah, they're, they're just like of all the teams. So many teams got better in the West. Like, unfortunately, even Los Angeles, the Los Angeles Lakers and the Portland Trailblazers got like a little bit better than yeah. they were last season. I think Memphis is actually the only team that got worse you know and it's not mm. considerably like losing melton isn't that's not like a needle shifter but like triple j being out that's gonna have an impact yes they're the team in the league that dealt the best with absences last season that, yeah. that you know sort of could switch it up uh better than anyone else uh you know 20 and 5 without jar don't need to say it <laughs> but i do think that the West has just gotten that much better that somebody needs to take a bit of a fall. And I think they, they've almost like, they've almost like prepared themselves for it. Mm. You know what I mean? They've, they, we've spoken about this before, but they, they love like, they're not going all in. They so mm. easily could have gone all in this off season. That's true. And instead they've like, they've taken a step back. They've drafted some like really interesting young guys like, yeah. you know, uh, Kenneth, Kenneth Lofton, uh, uh, David Roderick. Uh, fellas, fellas of that persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and like you know, they're um they're setting themselves up to give guys like Zaire Williams, Santi Aldama, like more minutes, which yeah. is strange. It's not what you think a number two seed does. Yeah, is like sort of create opportunities for the unproven young guys to uh, not just have more minutes, but to actually have more of an impact on winning and stuff like that. I don't. I'm not certain of this pick, but I think of all the other teams, they're the one I have to sacrifice. Yeah, right. So you're saying all that stuff about making way for the young players, but when the Warriors do it, it's yeah. sad. 
I just think there's so much stink around the Suns right now, man. Like it's already, it already. You said, is there going to be a team that implodes? Isn't it? Is it not already imploding? <laughs> like Jake Crowder, there's already. There's one question. DeAndre Ayton, there's another question. Vibes were dead at their media day, mm-hmm. like so mm-hmm. solemn and sad. And I think that Devin Booker is a proven star given a great system, but he's not the type of like player that he's not a superstar. You can't just put him in any context and he'll thrive. I think he needs success around him. I think they've got a great coach, but I think there's just too many questions on the roster. Um, like Cam Johnson, what is he? Should we back him? Like, yeah, should we back I'm him? I'm not as convinced as uh, the rest of our peers are on Cam Johnson just straight up being yeah. the starting four for the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, just being incredibly better than he was yeah. last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, there was just like, there was just too many, too many, too much cause for concern in their playoff run. Um, and yeah, just like, just bat- really off vibes going into yeah. the season. Yeah. Um, I just think at the end of the day, the Phoenix Suns are a regular season team. I think that mm. should be the takeaway from the last two years. Uh, <laughs> despite making the finals, like yeah. they're just absolutely at their best in the regular season. Uh, the vibes are bad, but like they've already they've already kind of gotten all the the stinks there, but they've gotten all the shit out of the way. That's fair. That's a fair. That's a fair takeaway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I think Jay Crowd Jay Crowd is going to be gone within. I don't know, a month into the season or yeah. something like that. I think I think they should pull the trigger on the Jordan Clarkson deal just because, like, Jordan Clarkson, also a regular season player. Yeah. Someone who can just lighten uh, Chris Paul's minutes load. Yeah. And even if they even if they drop 16 wins, they're still a 50-win team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. But they did go on a, that 18-win streak at the start of last season mm-hmm. that I don't think is repeatable. No, the vibes... Uh, it's sort of like what, would, what happened with Chicago. Uh, Chicago were really good at the beginning of the year and then the vibes just completely ended. Yeah. And they're not going to come back at the beginning of this season. Spoilers alert. <laughs> given the, uh, and given that 18-game that win streak, even if they are performing to their, to their fullest, let's mm. stick with the word vibes. The vibes are so that, like, them playing... To their potential gives me like seven and three out of ten mm. vibes, not ten and zero, oh, and then eight and zero, no. yeah, and then well, eight and two, or, or nine and one, or nine and one, or nine and one. But yeah, I feel like there's not going to be a stretch of the season where they just like fully run away with it. Yeah. Um, and like I don't know, just I just I don't foresee that. I don't foresee that happening. Yeah. But they did have a, a lot of win streaks last season. <laughs> <laughs> it's like quite they won a few. So many games. Yeah. I I I have to say I. <laughs> I like your gumption here. Thank you. And I like what we've done here because we've sort of we've drawn focus around from the teams that are probably going to be the like two to six teams, you mm-hmm. know, the the two to six seeds. Like, there's some stable teams in the West, and there's some unstable teams in the West. There's some teams going through changes in the West, um, and I think we've we you know we we've excluded the ones that are unstable or going through changes. If yeah, that makes sense. Well, so this was my thinking between. Minnesota, Denver, Memphis, Dallas, the Clippers, and New Orleans, they they have to... They they can't fuck up again. Mm, like, mm. they can't... Or they're not that they've fucked up in the past, but they can't fuck up this season. Mm. Um, and then my mishmash from the rest, I was like, well, Golden State just run too well, and they'll probably still win 50 games mm. and be, like, one of those top seeds. But they don't have to... 
they don't have to take every single game seriously like yeah. those other six teams need need to like prove something this yeah. season. Um, and yeah, I think that I think that uh, what's twenty three twenty three twenty four. I think you can fuck. It's a lock right now. The Warriors will win next year's <laughs> title, but I think this year is going to be preparing for that title run. Right, okay. Oh, you think the Warriors win 23-24? Hundo. Not 22-23. No, no, no. No, they've got... There's too many players joining the rotation. Mm. And even the okay. starting... Oh, yeah. Okay, I like that. I like, and that. I like the, the I like the idea that Moody and Kaminga and uh, maybe Jimmy Wiseman... Weiss, Weissman. Uh, are gonna... Like, like they're, they're emerging this year. Yeah. I think a lot of people are like, well, how are the Warriors going to integrate them into the team? It's like, well, they're not. <laughs> I get the feeling, you know, a second round exit, but Jimmy Jimmy W gets like twelve playoff games in him. Mm, I mm. think that, God, that that would do him a world of good. Exactly, that would do him a world of good. Exactly, that's exactly. It's <laughs> exactly what I'm saying. We shouldn't sip at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> um, should we just should we just run through the rest of the teams in the West? Yeah, or should we go? The, I feel like the bottom four is like low key a, a Mount Rushmore. Yeah. And Mount Rushmore. <laughs> like, it's like, un- inarguable. Yeah, it's completely inarguable. <laughs> Who is it? Uh, well, we've got uh, the Los Angeles... No, wait. <laughs> San Antonio Spurs, Houston Rockets, Oklahoma City Thunder, Utah Jazz. Yeah. It's, yeah. It writes itself. It actually writes itself. And they're going to and they're gonna write it for us as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't think I want to... Do you want to talk about any of those teams? Well, I just think if you guys have any questions as to why they're in our bottom four, you you can DM us and we'll just reply to yeah, that DM. Yeah. Um, uh, but this is everyone's bottom four. Yeah, this is everyone's bottom four. I want to say I want to do this for both bottom fours. I've one I've one team who's going to finish uh twelfth by my calculation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I think of these four teams, the Houston Rockets are the only one with like. A recognizable basketball roster, mm. if that makes That's sense. Fair. Yeah, I think, I think, in both conferences, there's one team from the bottom four who, if they go on a really good early season run, there's going to be this like, oops. <laughs> there's gonna, there's gonna be a lot of consternation of like, oh, is this real or should we just keep tanking? Yeah, and I think Houston Rockets are the one in the West. Yeah, but um, they come twelve. But they come twelve. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm definitely not confident in saying they come any higher than that. No, oh, no, 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 absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. But then, yeah, because then when you go to the mishmash, yeah. I feel like this this really um Well my four teams Okay, my four teams are Portland, <laughs> Phoenix, the Lakers and Sacramento. And I just think it's like what are you what are you, who are you? Yeah, what's what are you what are you doing? I actually I like I've only because I was I was umming and iron about the Pelicans Grizzlies thing for so long. I really, I've got Portland, Sacramento, Los Angeles there, and it's just, it's so depressing. Should we run through them? Yeah. So my thing next to Sacramento is they aren't in the bottom four, which I think is a, you know, that's a win for them. Um, is it though? I think the eleventh seed is so much worse than the twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth, or fifteenth. The Wembenyama mistakes. Yeah. Yeah, that could be the case, but they're. I mean... Not even in the Wembenyama sense. I think it's just a depressing future for your franchise. It is, but oh, fucking, it's been a depressing past <laughs> yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then Dude, I'm, sorry, a depressing... Let's call it a resting place. Yeah. <laughs> a maintenance of the resting yeah, place. Exactly, I think yeah. they call it the ma- treadmill of mediocrity, but I like <laughs> the maintenance of the resting place. Um, Lakers have not earned anyone's backing. No. There's, they've not shown a, a single spark as to why you should say they're my guys mm. for the season. Portland, like... 
It could just go so bad. I think, and I think it will. <laughs> so they got Dane. He's the next best guy, Josh Hart. He's the biggest gamer on that team. It's so. I think their starting five is honestly one of the most depressing in the league. Yeah. Because like this is Portland trying to be as good as they can. Yeah. And it's Dame, Anthony, Josh Hart, Jeremy Grant, Yusuf Nurkic. Yeah. Now there are. I want to say four, and I even want to say five guys who might just get a season-ending injury at a fucking drop of the hat. True. Like, Josh Hart, love him. Like you said, gamer. He's low-key had a lot of injuries in his yeah. career. Jeremy, Jeremy Grant has stayed relatively fit, but he still missed, like, long chunks of time yeah. over his career. Dame missed so much time last year. A lot of it was being sad, but it was also, like... It, it felt like that, oh, okay, this is, like... Dame slowing, but Dame's body slowing down. Yeah. Type injury, and then yeah, Yusuf Nurkic hasn't been the same since he got injured three years ago. Like he's just not risen to the same heights. And like his prime was great, but he's also very temperamental. Yeah. Like if he wants to just like spit the dummy, mm. if he wants to spit the dummy in the middle of the game, he'll just lose you the game. Yeah. Like, and like who even knows why? Yeah. Um, Jeremy Grant. The reason I say Josh Hart's better than Jeremy Grant is because I feel like I've seen Josh Hart, um do like do good shit in a win mm. and like Jeremy Grant made the decision the business decision to go to Detroit and be the number one option and like it, it just didn't result in wins yeah and when you have that like character and you line that up with no results <laughs> then I feel more comfortable saying I think I would prefer to have Josh Hart on my basketball yeah. team Jeremy Grant became the ball handler in Detroit by proxy by being the highest paid yeah. Best guy there. And it wasn't pretty. It was not <laughs> pretty basketball. Josh Hart genuinely w- like would initiate play for the Pelicans for long stretches of when we had Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, all these guys who like thrive with the balls and the ball mm. in their hands. Josh Hart was like, you know, he was running he can run point. Yeah. Like he's a very, very versatile player. Uh, who, like you say, wins games. He's a great defender, he's one of the best de- uh, rebounding guards. But the fact that he had the fact that he's not playing right next to Damian Lillard at the two is like a huge fucking... It's a huge L for this team. Oh, you reckon he's better at the two? I reckon in this team, he would absolutely kill it at the two. He'd be so good next to Dame as like mm. a secondary ball handler, clean up his, you know, defensive deficiencies in the backcourt. Yeah. Uh, but they just don't have any options because yeah. like there are seven, maybe eight good basketball players on this. Like if we go to the bench, who we got? We got Gary Payton... Gary Payton the second. Yeah. Is uh, Zach Collins on the team? I don't... Slash is he I healthy? don't know about that. <laughs> I, I, I think in terms of like 82 games as a backup big, I'm, I'm cool with that. <laughs> um, who else is on this team? But he... Oh, no. He's definitely not on this yeah. team. Uh, the next best player... Okay, so you got Shaden Sharp, who obviously that's a... You know... He's like... The most, he's the most volatile rookie in this it. rookie class. <laughs> yeah, and then I think next might be Keon Johnson or Nazir Little. Yeah, or oh, Anthony Simons. No, Anthony Simons is in the starting five. Oh, you're talking about just the depth. Yeah, yeah, this is what I'm saying. Is like, where where do you go to? This is this is the saddest starting five in the league because this is what they had to do. Yeah, like they actually had no other option than to start these five guys. Yeah, and like all five of them are good basketball players. Yeah, but. The, the chemistry just will not be there. Yeah. Like, there's there's just no fit between mm. who these players are on the court. Like, 
And then you go to the bench and there's just absolutely nothing there. Trendon Watford is going to be like the eighth guy. And I saw way too much Trendon Watford last season for my own good. Yeah. Um, there, is a, there is a bit of potential for Jeremy Grant to pull an Andrew Wiggins and just be mm. like, you know, small role, but no change in numbers because you, you're more efficient. Mm. But the issue with that comparison is, okay, you've got like 0.85 of Steph in Dame. Yeah. You don't have Clay. Yeah. You don't have a like for like for Clay. You you do have a like for like for Gary the Payton the Gary the Payton the second the Gary the Payton the second yeah uh, and then Nurkic and Looney could not be more different players mm-hmm. or maybe not more different players but more different people like Looney will fulfill his potential and role yeah. every game whereas Nurkic you know he's, it's been whispered that he spits the dummy from time to time <laughs> but yeah I think that also um, even if those five players work really well, at some point, one of them or a couple of them are going to be on the bench. Yeah. And that's really bad. Yeah. That's a cause for concern. Exactly. And yeah, like we know, we know Jeremy Grant's a capable role player. Like there's the, who, the hoo-ha about how easily he will accept a smaller role is there. Mm. But it's just, there's just no depth. And these guys, these are guys who get injured. These are guys who get injured all the time. Yeah. These are guys who get injured all the time. <laughs> so you reckon there's a little bit of, you reckon there's potential for Dame to get traded this year? I think no I don't think okay. it's, I don't think it's just I just don't think it's possible that's fair I did I was I was just listening to the Bill Simmons uh, podcast over unders who's that uh, fucking who knows what's that <laughs> and I think I think the idea is if things go bad in Portland uh, just just trade whatever role players uh, for Russell Westbrook and uh, the last two unprotected Los Angeles first round picks yeah that's fair I don't know I don't know where Dame goes like is he not in the Westbrook trade? No, no. Damn. I think they. I think. I think they're so. They're so committed to him. They're yeah, so that's committed true. to him being central to this team. That's true. I think like, there is though. Because he's like thirty-two at this point. Yeah, isn't I he? know. I know. Yeah. I mean, that would be great for LA. I think it would be great for LA too. Yeah, he's thirty-two this year. I got married last year. Congratulations, Dame. I think. I think it would be. I think it would be crazy for. <laughs> I think it would be crazy for Portland to do that, unless they just immediately start shopping around Jeremy Grant, Josh Hart, and Yusuf Nurkic, yeah. like, and be like, "All right, cool. We get all the cap space from Russell Westbrook. We get a couple first rounders. Anthony Simons. We'll see what happens with him." Yeah. Uh, but it just doesn't. That doesn't strike me as the vibe. Yeah. Of this team. Yeah. Well, speaking of vibes, are there any other teams you're vibing that you want to talk about before we move <laughs> over to the East? Um, like bottom four, no. Top seven, we've talked about a little bit. There are some teams we can talk about more. Well, the Mishi. Uh, no, because I don't. Well, we we know, we know what we're saying about the Lakers. The Lakers, even if the even if a, a healthy AD adds twelve win to this twelve wins to this Lakers team, that's not even a lock for eighth place. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing proven here. There's yeah. nothing proven here. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested in why the Clippers weren't. In your immediate locks. My immediate locks. Um, just because they haven't been over the past few seasons. And now I'm pretty sure Kawhi is back for opening night. I don't know though. He is, he is. Yeah, yeah. but like you don't fucking know. Yeah, right. I see what you're saying. Um, and I think that the other four teams, like Kawhi you might get 40 or 50 games out of. PG you might get 40 or 50 games out of. Um, and then there's still like, will it, will it fit uh, mm. Questions. I definitely think it will mm. with their with their new additions. I think that by season's end, 
what will be the starting point guard, mm. and I think it'll look really, really good. Mm. Uh, but I just think there's still questions around this team. Um, like, there's there's a bit of boom-bust for them, whereas the other four teams have a lot of continuity. They're going to start well. You would assume yep. that they're going to start well. And they've also, like... The, those other four teams have shown that they're here, and, yep. and it's happening, and it's now. Uh, whereas, yeah, the Clippers have some questions going into the season. I think those those four teams that I picked before everyone else was just like, there's no questions, good feelings coming from yeah. last season, yeah. good teams. Yeah. I just think I just think the Clippers are too deep to not be a lock for the playoffs. They won 42 games last year off uh, 31 games of Paul George and yeah. zero games of Kawhi Leonard. That's true. They've added, you know, they've added Norman Powell... They've mm-hmm. added John Wall. They've added Robert Covington, essentially, yeah. in this iteration of the team. I actually don't think any other team in the league has, like, the depth they do. Mm-hmm. I think, like, the drop-off from two to three is noticeable, you yeah. know, because it's, it's like, all right, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, John Wall at, like, the injured end of his career, or is it maybe, uh, you know, is it maybe Reggie Jackson who <laughs> shot literally the worst of any guard in the league <laughs> last season? I think it was... Uh... The man that we didn't even know was sick. I think it's Norm. Yeah, and that, yeah. that was going to be my third option. I think I think that it'd be him. Yeah, and then it's just like, okay, if Kawhi or PG have to sit, then like Norm Powell is just a starting wing player, you know? Like yeah. he, he can really, he, he can play the two or the three easily and he's so, so capable. Mm. So, I, yeah, I, I just think if Tyron Lue cruised this team to 42 wins last oh, season. And they got T. Lue. Yeah, I think he cruises them to 50. Yeah. yeah, I think. Yeah, I actually feel really good about them. Mm. I was thinking. <laughs> I was. We'll probably talk about our. I think no, we're definitely going to talk about our like uh, ring predictions. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow on tomorrow the deep night. two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that looking at the whole picture of the West, I think the Clippers are one of the one of the teams. I'm like, uh, that, that that like give me a real. I actually think that I could talk myself into them winning the race. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree with you. Now, before we move on to the Wrighton conference, who's the who's the most experienced player on the Los Angeles Clippers? Is this a question for me? Yeah, who has the most years in the league? Well, it's okay. So let's think about it. Because John Wall and Paul George are in the same draft. Uh-huh. And there's going to be a player I'm forgetting. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's the player I'm trying to think of. Right? <laughs> uh, can you give me a position? Uh, oh, I feel like it'll give it away. Okay, okay. Oh, oh yeah, just small forward. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Um, oh, and Kawhi Leonard was in that draft as well, wasn't he? Oh, who knows? Okay, wait, 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 wait. So, is it Robert Covington? It is not. Okay. It is not. It's, Robert Covington is not even close to being the oldest player on this team. Yeah, which but is, Kawhi is younger than Paul George. Yeah, he is. Which is like, which is that, that's it's kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I'm laughing. <laughs> um, oh, Nick Batum. It's Nick Batum. Oh my god, completely he's forgot got, about Nick. He's Batum. got 14 seasons in the league. Wow. After 2008. Damn, <laughs> that's that's crazy. Um, completely forgot about it. Also, fuck, what a. 915 games played, 806 started. There you go. Like he's he's had a couple of careers. That's already. an NBA career. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on then. On to the right. On to the right. So, 
I'm to the right. So who you got locked here? Who have I got locked here? Mm. That's what you're seriously asking me. Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Miami, Cleveland. Those are your those are your lock lock locks. Those are my lock lock locks. So you're you're, you're forming some sub tiers here. This is my NQAs. Yeah. No questions asked. Yeah, yeah. you are uh, unnegotiables. Yeah. So uh, do you disagree on any of those? No. Okay. So no. Milwaukee, I don't think you need to. I feel like I'm not really going to make a case for Milwaukee or Philadelphia. Miami will like just cringe their way to the top of the East yet again. I don't. I don't love this Miami team. Neither. I don't love them. I took the under or I, over. You, I took the over. You took the over, and I took the under. In yeah. Fact. I actually. I think that we've got to butt heads about it, right? <laughs> Irregardless, I feel like I, either of us will lose by max a game and a half. Yeah. <laughs> like they'll be right in that fifty yeah. to forty-six range. Yeah. Um. But I don't love them. But but yeah, looking at the whole rest of the East, I think that Cleveland just have the least amount of questions mm. and BS yeah. around them. Uh, and yeah, like they have so much scoring to take them through the regular season. Yeah, they they what was their record last year? It was I think it was forty five and thirty seven. Forty five thirty seven. Was it? That's with um forty four thirty eight. Okay. <laughs> That's with like a litany of injuries and also like no one really having played together. Yeah. You know, very much at all. An emerging all-star, a rookie. Uh, and they've added Donovan Mitchell to the yeah. to the brew there. That that's guaranteed 50 wins. Like like I think even if you didn't add Donovan Mitchell to the brew, that would be a 48 win team. Like yeah. you you can't it would be so hard to argue that that team can't win four more games in last season. Yeah. So, why two Moblay is a big... I think Y1 to Y2 Moblay oh, is a big honey. thing. That Y1 to Y2 and then that Y2 to Y3 Evan, jump. Evan Moblay, game one to Evan Moblay, game 82 was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, this guy, is, this, guy owns, this guy owns the league. Yeah. In fact, it might have even been by game 19. I was like, he's, he's, he's like a top five defender in the East. Like, yeah. Is he... Is he... Was it him or Scotty won rookie Scotty of the year? Scotty won it. Yeah, there you go. Scotty won it. Scotty won it. Um, Alright, well, we're, we're happy with those picks. So those are your locks, were they at the top of your list as well? They're, they're in my list for sure, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, who are your other three? My, my other three while are... While we're talking about it. The Boston Celtics. Okay. The, the Brooklyn Nets. Okay. And the Toronto Raptors. Okay, so I disagree. I've got the Brooklyn Nets, mm-hmm. the Boston Celtics, mm-hmm. and instead of the Toronto Raptors, I have the Atlanta Yeah, Hawks. I thought it would be exactly that. Okay, so then why didn't you freaking pick that? Crack, clack, crack, clack. Uh, I'm done backing the Raptors, man. You're done I mean, backing they, the Raptors. They're just so fucking boring <laughs> every single season. That's it. <laughs> I don't think it matters. I mean, <laughs> I think I, I will make hay while the sun is shining. I, I agree with you, man. It's so frustrating that this team is not committed to like making the rotation deeper than seven. Yeah, and it's they're. I don't think they're boring to watch, but they're certainly strange to watch. Yeah. They're certainly, they certainly... They will continue to be one of the strangest teams in the NBA to watch. But man, like, every single player on this team is either at their peak, like, in their prime, yeah. you would say, Fuck, that's or is getting better. Like, Scotty Barnes. We're talking about Y1 Iban Mobley to Y2 Iban Mobley. What about Y1 Scotty Barnes to Y2 Iban... Mobley. Yeah, <laughs> Scotty Mobley. Yeah. Um, and then... Don't even get me started on OG Adam Mobley. <laughs> no, I didn't really have a point to make about him. Uh, but yeah, like you got Fred VanVleet and Pascal Siakam are like all stars level players in their prime right now. Like Fred VanVleet just had the best season of his career. 
Um, everyone else gets better. They haven't added anything, but I don't think they need to to be a top seven team in the East. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, looking at them last season, it is pretty good. <laughs> like they did have a pretty good year. They're just, they're just. I think they're just too well run and too well coached, uh, yeah, that's and too well, too well personnel to not uh, finish fifth, sixth, or seventh. Like, yeah, I think that's exactly where they'll be. And now, you know, if you want to talk more long term, which is not what this pod is about specifically. Fuck, where's, where's the avenue to a championship here? Yeah. Do not see it. Yeah. But I think in terms of being a playoff team, they're a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I agree with everything you've said. Yeah. But, but I, I like your... I, I, I accept your, your point. It's there. just like there's a, there's a level of like... What's it? Not, not arrogance. There's like a level... What are they doing? That's What's the word for what they're doing? Because I don't even think they have that thing of like, oh yeah, we're making the playoffs. Like they've, yeah. they're kind of... They have that young upstart you know, clip you on the jaw type attitude. Yeah. But, but like, they're, they're, I feel like they're meeting us with this, like, what's the word? It's not arrogance. It's like when a kid throws a tantrum, what's the word for that? Throwing a tantrum? I don't in, know. In, in petulance? Let's see. Petulance? 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 Yeah, sure. I'm just fighting their petulance with petulance. Right, okay. It's like, they don't want to accept or do anything. Yeah. They you don't, don't want to change? Oh, then I'm not going to change. Yeah, okay. So, all I am going to change, I'm going to start the petulance. <laughs> Um, and the reason I picked Atlanta is because they were an above 500 team that had added to Hunte Murray. Uh, and also they stunk up the joint at the start of last mm. season and they still ended up with 43 wins. So I just think that the avenue for them having like 47 wins is there. I really, I do not like this team outside of Trey and DeJounte. Like I don't, okay. DeAndre Hunter, who just signed a four year, more than $25 million a year extension. Congratulations, by, by DeAndre. King, Get congratulations. that bag. King, king. Uh, <laughs> apart apart from him, I do not like anyone on this team. Uh, Clint, Clint Capella's fallen off a cliff, and Onyeka Okongwu hasn't come to meet him. You know, I think there was there was this talk that he was just gonna slide right into the starting center slot on this team. He just has not been good enough for it. John Collins, or John's Colin to his friends, fucking, I don't I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he's. I don't think he's relevant to the NBA anymore. Yeah. Like I don't know. I don't think his skill set is wanted by anyone really, uh, unless some team is willing to like actually play him as a center. Um, hmm. And then, who else? Like who else is there? Bogdan Bogdanovic kind of. He just hasn't been all he was cracked up to be. Yeah. The holidays. I like the holiday brothers, but like you know, it's Justin and Aaron. Let <laughs> me just click their fingers. No, okay. I did. I did this. Oh my god! My bad. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I just don't, I kind of, I feel similar. I almost feel similar to Portland with this team. I like the core two more here because as we discussed, like the second best player on Portland's Josh Hart. Mm. DeJounte Murray is certainly better than Josh Hart. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not, I don't think the roster goes deeper than like seven or eight with basketball players. And they're ready to prove all of that wrong, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Look, they come out of the off season with like, Two of the fifteen best guards in the league. Mm-hmm. Like, what? What more do you want from a team? Like, they got they got a good they got, other good players, <laughs> but they do have other good players. I think DeAndre Hunter will be good. Yeah. I think Clint Capella is still like, at the very least, he's he's been really good in a lot of big basketball games. He could very well turn around and just act like Clint Capella of three years ago. How old is he? He's only like twenty seven or something. He's twenty eight. He's twenty eight. Okay. So you fucking didn't make my point. I said twenty seven or something. Or something. Oh, you wanted me to say he was old. <laughs> yeah. It does always surprise me how young he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he got thrust into like being a yeah. starting player like pretty much immediately. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
And also, he looks old. Middle, middle number, middle name, Ndumba. Clinton Ndumba Capella. Wow. Really cool. Wow. Really cool name there. Um, all right. Well, I, I, I think that I, I kept, I tried to keep my rationale for them pretty simple. I definitely am butting heads with the Toronto Raptors. Um, yeah, that's okay. Like, you know, I'm letting ego get in the way <laughs> and I'm happy about it. Um, the other lock, locks don't need much conversation. I think, yeah, Bucks, whatever, Philadelphia, they're awesome. They're great. Mm. Uh, Boston Celtics. What do you, what, what's your prediction here? I reckon like 48 win season. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, Ime Udoka fucked it up. Uh, Gallo's not playing. I don't think that's too much of a thing. Rob Williams to be reintegrated into the team like six weeks. Let's probably say two months. Like, let's be real. Mm-hmm. He'll probably take a little bit more time off into the season. I think that Boston season is already written. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just say them. I'm going to say the storylines now so that I can beat everyone else to them. Uh, Tatum and Brown have like a ten, a couple ten game streaks in the season, or maybe a twenty game streak where they they both shoot really poorly. Uh-huh. Um, there's you know there's a couple stories about Tatum breaking up Tatum and Brown. Um, you know, oh, you know, they made it all the way to the finals, but to make that next step to become champions, one of these guys needs to go. You know, if you write any of those articles, you I tell you where you won't find that on the deep two You will not find you, that on the deep you, two. A bad a bad article list. I'll definitely I'll definitely have a couple of. It'll be like minute 55 of a four-man Wii Pop Plus marker. I'll be like, you know what they should do? They should break up the Jays. Yeah. And everyone will laugh and like take a sip of their beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cheers to that. And then there'll be a stretch of the season where like, yeah, maybe another 10-game stretch where they're underperforming. It's like, Marcus Smart was angry at the team during practice. And it comes out that he was angry at the team during practice because they weren't playing as well as they should have been playing. <laughs> and it's like completely fair enough and this whole story will get materialized out of nothing. And then they'll go on like a 20-game good hot streak of like 16 and 14 and 6 to 16 and 4, that range. But I just think that there's a little bit of inconsistency going into the season uh, that makes me feel like they'll definitely be like they'll they'll be an un, they'll be under their line, which was fifty three point five. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just think that there's a bit of stink going into the season with them that they will figure out, but there'll be like a lag that follows yeah. throughout the season. I think this I think this plays well into what we said after the NBA Finals, not the WNBA Finals. Just for the record, uh, sorry. Which is <laughs> which is that like this isn't this isn't like the year for Boston. Yeah, you know? like yeah. the getting to the finals with the team that they did has opened up like a five year window where it's like oh you're gonna win a championship in one of these years. The Imeodoka stuff is just throwing that out the window. Yeah, and I think if they're happy to accept that, which I'm sure they will be. Yeah, like I think as you know as disappointed as everyone in the Boston Celtics. Uh, organization is about Imea Doka like there's a lot to be appointed about it's like exactly it's not it's not stressing anyone no no, nobody's like oh fuck this is gonna derail our derail our legacy because they're so they're so they seem so ready to just be like oh well like if we're not gonna bring him back we'll just get another coach and like we love our core and we love the way we play basketball so that's fine yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh and now the Brooklyn Nets it's been you know what man we didn't talk about the Lakers which I'm happy about because we, we did talk about the yeah, Nets yeah, and the yeah. Lakers for about the first 80 episodes of this show. I'm excited to talk about the Nets again. <laughs> now, incredible roster, never before seen top end talent. What could possibly go wrong? Nah, just kidding. Um, I feel <laughs> I feel like just just they will stop themselves. Mm. Like it's a pretty. I, I think everyone feels pretty similarly about the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Do you need a piss? No, not okay. A piece. I, do, I need a piss. You know, love's just talking about the league, certain things like that. 
Hello and welcome to The Deep Two. I'm Mr. Boff, my man, how are we? And I co-host a weekly NBA podcast that I think you'd like. The Deep Two, named after Josh Smith's favourite shot, has us rambling on about everything that goes on in the NBA world, all the way from game recaps to off-season hypotheticals to Warriors exceptionalism. Join us on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you there. Dante, you forgot to talk about the freaking website. The freaking website, true. TheDeep2.com, so simple, I can't believe it, is our very own website where you can read long-form articles on all of the day's big basketball topics. The Pensman that you guys know as the JVG NBA Tribute Show Boys even feature on there from time to time, so check it out. Okay, Dante, now you can send us off. Peace. Okay, so the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, what do you think about yeah, these it's... funky dogs? <laughs> like, if there was... If there were no personalities on... <laughs> Well, we were discussing that while you were uh, piss kissing away. Uh, if if every NBA player was like a freaking, they were like a sim, they were like a freaking, you just like click, click, do play basketball, then this team would be fine. They win yeah. 55 games. Uh, yeah. There's been the case for like 10,000 years. <laughs> yeah. Any, any issue is just going to come from Kyrie having an ex- explosion. I don't even think it'll be Ben. Like you know, I, I agree. I, I agree. I don't think he's, I don't think he's like a mid-season meltdown kind of guy. I think he's a lose two playoff games, shoot thirty percent from the free throw line, and then have a meltdown sort of guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which won't affect their playoff chances. Yeah. Um, and I've actually, I've actually really liked watching. I've really liked watching Ben Simmons with KD and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been doing this fucking when when. Teams are just completely sagging on him. He does this funny, like, it's like a front ways dribble handoff where, like, <laughs> uh, Kyrie or KD will, like, come in front of him and then he'll, like, go, like, he'll then go behind them and scream their yeah, defender. Yeah. And then, like, his defender is fucking five feet away and it's money from, you know, 20, <laughs> 25 feet for Kyrie or KD yeah. every day of the week. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think it's going to be, like, I think it's not only going to work because there's five, well, there's five, two superstars and one former superstar on this team. I think it's going to work because it's a good fit of players. Yeah. 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 And I think there'll be more availability this season than, yeah. than in the past. But still with this team, like, yeah. I mean, similar to the Lakers, it's like you just, you guys have not earned anything from it, anyone. <laughs> it could very quickly become shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ben, we're going to have Angus on next week, Angus Ryan uh, of the. Uh, Ryan family. <laughs> <laughs> you, can find, you can find them on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your daily, weekly wow. podcasts. Um, and we're going to do way too early hot takes. I've got a way too early hot take that I want out there in the abyss. Yeah, it's a good one. Before the season starts, Ben Simmons will finish the season with 11 plus three-pointers made, and he will have a game where he makes multiple three-pointers. And just for the record... And for the record, if he has two games or multiple games where he has multiple three-pointers, I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry, I interrupted you. No, it, last, last season that he played, uh, he shot three of ten over the whole season from the yeah. three-point three line. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to get those numbers up. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay, go on. Well, should we go to the, should we go to the bottom four here? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's yeah. pretty simple here again. Oh, let's figure it out. So, Indiana. Indiana. Uh, Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. On account of... 
everything. On account of uh, LaMelo. Yeah, <laughs> you don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> I just feel... B- I've got written next to the poor one out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, let, let's see that. Yeah, Miles Bridges not playing basketball, never should. LaMelo is actually out for enough games that, like, it'll be too late. Yeah. It'll be too late for them to think about making a play up front. Yeah. Uh, and James, James Booknight just went to jail, so... Actually, actually, yeah, he actually just got done for a DUI. So the curse oh of the, my the curse of the 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 curse of breaking the law. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they're gonna be, they're gonna be so bad, and also I think with Lamelo out, they'll just be incentivized to lose so so quickly. They hired their old coach who fucking sucks. He was bad. Their team he was, was bad with them. He was they, so recently as well. <laughs> like they were so bad with him. What, and they're not like showing any signs of oh if they had Steve Clifford the friendly dog again yeah yeah then you know they would turn this team into a thirty eight win team it's just there's a lot of like speaking about stink this yeah. is the worst stink well I think like who's the Warriors the Warriors guy who turned down the job at them um, Kenny Atkinson Kenny Atkinson yeah I think I feel like that should speak volumes the fact <laughs> that he turned down the job but I don't think it was like oh we'll go with Steve Clifford I think it's like oh my god. We, we have to hire Steve Clifford. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. No other coach wants any... No other coach even wants to interview for our franchise now. Yeah. That's how bad things are looking. Yeah. Um, Montrez as well, yeah. while he was still on their roster. I mean, you know, I'm not going to hold it against someone who gets found innocent. But I'm saying the dysfunction of his offseason happened when he was with them. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. e- even... He got cleared up and he signed with Philly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When the grass started being greener, he just ran for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, Orlando? Orlando, yeah. I got them there. I reckon there's going to be 20 games where they're... Okay, I'm just going to say what I wrote. They'll have 20 games where they're foreshadowing potential success, but they'll also have 62 games where they'll uh, present shadow where they are. Yeah. Yeah, I actually I actually like... I like this team as in there's like... Players I want to watch play yeah. basketball here. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, obviously um, Paolo. Uh, Franz Wagner's fun. Uh, if Markel Fultz actually is healthy... I love him. Like, it could be <laughs> fucking awesome. Uh, I even like I even like watching Wendell Carter Jr. play basketball. Yeah. So uh, and then you've got Bol Bol and Mo Bamba yeah. on there as well. So yeah, there's mean potential. Uh, yeah, great late night league pass team, I might say. Ah, uh, that's what I was gonna say. You have your bloody Wednesday off every week, yeah. and you're like, well, who do I want to watch? You're flipping through teams, so flipping through teams. Orlando. You're like, okay, let me see if Orlando has a going tonight. And if you catch them on one of those nights, they have yeah. a going. It's like. I, you, everyone missed out on the experience I got to have because their best case scenario will be so much fun to yeah, watch. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Mark Hell, man, like I was thinking about it. You got like I, he's coming. He's becoming. If you if you really think about it, which you know not many people really think about Mark Hell, but he's 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 like a guy you want to like you want to root for. Yeah, definitely. Like he has his story is so fucking sad hmm. from when he got to the league and like the that hitch he had in his jump shot that he just de- oh and his free throw. And jump shot that he just developed in the space of a couple of months. Mm. Um, yeah, I feel like I, I really, I really want to back Markel. Uh, but yeah, they're definitely a team. I reckon of all the teams whose winning, whose games one will start with a two. I think they're the ones that pique my interest the most. Yeah. Now there's one more team that has to be in this drops. Yeah. Okay. Who have you got? Well, who have you? Well, hang on. Because you're saying this is obvious. I what know. You? No. Okay. Well, well, hang on. Do we want to go through the mishmash? <laughs> All right, let's go through the mishmash. Uh, uh, well, obviously, so you have the Raptors, I got the Hawks. Yeah, I've got the Raptors, you got the Hawks. Yeah. Then, Chicago. Like, Chicago. They're going to be in the ah, mishmash. Fuck, fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more mishmash team. Bro, Chicago, man. 
like I, I said this earlier, uh, you picked too early. Yeah. <laughs> like, you were so much fun to watch and so good to root for. And also good at defending until, uh, I think it happened, it was around the time Lonzo Ball got injured, but it was yeah. just around that time. Also, Alonzo Ball is not starting the team with the season, the he, season with the team. He's, Man, he's busy. He's, out. he's the next Zion Williamson, but yeah. instead of getting fat, he's getting not. <laughs> Got him. What do you think about these freaky Washington Wizards? Oh, man. Are, you, they, are they your bot? They're in my mishmash. Okay, they're in my mishmash as well. There is too much. There are just too many capable players on this team yeah. for you not to win like 35 games. I think your line was set perfectly. 35.5. Yeah. Yeah. I like. Surely we avoid the bottom four. Yeah. Like, fucking <laughs> surely. You have like. You you have you have two like guys who, if they maximize their skill set, are all NBA players. Yeah. Like Bradley Beal, he very easily could be top five guard in the league. Like yeah. he never he will never be that easy. <laughs> because he'll score thirty points and he won't be a top five guard in the league. Kristaps mm. Porzingis, yeah, we know the story there. Mm. Uh, and then your third place, Carl Kuzma, who's so much better than so many other teams' third best players, which like. It doesn't sound like it's saying much, yeah. but it is a lot, I think. Who do you reckon our fourth best player is? Fuck knows. <laughs> <laughs> I've got because I've got it as Corey Kispert. You got it as Corey. But Kispert. I'm very worried that it's going to be Johnny Davis and Denny Abs, yeah, and Rui Hachimura getting those like wing slash guard not a, wing. Not Monty Morris. Oh, Monte Morris is yeah, definitely better. Yeah. But I feel like <laughs> Kispert's going to feel. A, a role he's gonna fill a role and those other players aren't yeah I agree um, and then also Gaff but then it's like oh we just got a fucking 7 foot 3 Latibian gangbanger yeah 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 Gaff, 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 should, Gaff should be a 5th or 6th player and I think he fits that mold perfectly yeah but like like there's no I don't think he's gonna have the role on this team that he deserves oh no yeah. a, a hell no yeah um, and I think that this team's season is just like it's gonna be like a your turn my turn yeah. And you know that never leads to like actual success. Yeah. But I think that with the makeup of especially Porzingis, who just like is either dropping fourteen points in a quarter or just like taking himself out of the game. Yeah. I think that it'll work well for yes, a team whose line is set at thirty five point five. Yeah. Now who's your last team in the mishmash and who's your last team or who's your team in the bottom four? I wanna hear yours first. Okay, well, I think we got the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Knicks in the bottom four. You have the Knicks in the bottom four? Yeah. Fuck. I want to change to your answer. <laughs> uh, you have like 12 hours until the season starts. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do an on-the-fly change. Oh, shit. I'm going to do an on-the-fly change because I've been, I've been, I've been jonesing for it all yeah. week. I've been jonesing to say this all week. And I haven't. I thought with the Pelicans pick that I, that was too much waivers. <laughs> with the Grizzlies and the mish, mish, Mishmash pick. Yeah. But yeah, I've got the Detroit Pistons in the Mishmash. Yeah, and they've just been elevated and the Knicks, the Knicks have the, been the dropped. The Knicks have gone... Into the bottom four. Yeah. Because fuck that noise. Fuck that noise. <laughs> Dude, okay. So, great vibes for the for the Pistons going into the season. Such good vibes. Given where they are in their organization's history, they made great moves. Um, historically good NBA franchise. If you look at both the, the Pistons and the Knicks over the last 40 years, then, you know, the Pistons have a much better 40-year span than the Knicks. And New York Knicks are the most valuable franchise in the NBA still. And they spent their offseason moving mountains to get Jalen Brunson. Bottom four. <laughs> Do you think Kay Cunningham could just genuinely be better than Jalen Brunson this season? Oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Kay, just, Kay could jump to like 20... Well, let me let me not shoot <laughs> myself in the foot here. He's, quite, could he's easily, got points to give up. 
Like, yeah. But he's gonna he's gonna become a ten assist guy. You like, reckon? Right quick. He's a fucking. He he makes shit happen. I think that's the best thing about Cade. Is like yeah yeah yes. Once he start, once he attacks the offense, he's got that like. I don't I don't like this comparison, but he's got that he's got that Luca thing of like all right something's gonna happen on this possession. Like that's a good point. That's a really good point. He's gonna you know he's gonna pull up. He's gonna get to the rim, or he's gonna pass it to someone, and then they're gonna get an open look. Like yeah. Uh, there's no, there's no sort of, there's no sort of bullshit once he goes into his action. Yeah. Oh, his obviously his finished product is just like not there yet. Like his, uh, his finishing is not great. Uh, he's he will develop like a good sort of like you know dribble mid range pull up game, uh, pull up hezzy Jimbo you might even say, <laughs> but like I actually I and I think this season like he doesn't need to he doesn't need to completely carry this offense like Jaden Ivy looks good. Uh, they're gonna have, I think, one of the most interesting big rotations in the league. Like between uh, Beef Stew, Jalen Duran, and I'm, I dare to say Bojan Bogdanovic. Like we'll play like f- the four. Yeah, like yeah. I think, and I think he'll fit so well at the four next to either of those guys. They also have no lens. Yeah, no yeah, lens. and then they got no lens that you can throw on, so you can, yeah, you can uh, give Bojan a bit of time off, have Beef Stew at the four. You can have Marvin, Marvin Bagley at the four. Like yeah. Marvin Bagley has to be your like third option at power forward that's that's kind of like house money there yeah like he can do some really interesting shit he actually wasn't bad at the end of last season yeah he was good at the pistons i would say he was you know fine with the pistons yeah so i think the fact that you have these like two really exciting guards who like i think complement each other's place so well like cade's a cade's a playmaker Jaden ivy's a scorer Mm. uh and then sadiq bay was just this absolute firecracker last season and he looks like he's getting better with every game he plays as well. So yeah. there's a good basketball team there. Yeah. Uh, I would like to ditto everything and I'll, I'll, I'll take, since you've taken the Pistons, I'll take the Knicks. Oh, yeah. I feel like, okay, so after their off season, we, we found out that they traded Usman Jang, Usman Jang, Usman Jang, for three pick, and he was, he was a lottery pick and we found out he, they traded him for three picks that were not lottery picks. Mm. Were guaranteed to not be lottery mm. picks. They're about the, the worst three picks in existence. So that right there is like... They were forged by the Dark War to be the worst three... Protect, the most protective picks yeah. you could ever have. Yeah. that. So that right there, bad. Yeah. You know, that was like, okay, let's just guarantee we don't get a lottery pick for this lottery pick. Yeah. Then the Pistons were one of the teams that benefited from their... Dumb fuckery mm. by getting Nolan's Noel, which and was also Alec. the Charlotte Hornets fuck, no, dumb fuckery. Let's not yeah. let them get off the. Well, fuckery. we haven't. <laughs> 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 they, they, they are being held to account for uh, sure. Uh, but yeah, Nolan's and Burks going to the Pistons. I feel like if we're, if if the question is Pistons or Knicks, Pistons or Knicks, and the Pistons are one of the teams that benefited from the Knicks mm, fucking up. Mm. I feel wrong. Yeah, picking the Knicks over the Pistons. Yeah, so I'm picking the Pistons over the Knicks. I think that both of these teams are like worst case scenario thirty wins, best case scenario forty mm-hmm. wins. But I'd much prefer to team to pick the team that's on the uptick than yeah. the team that's like been uh, hovering around that range for a few years now. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And I think like with the Pistons, it's it's all upside. You know, it's like oh, if this player. Uh, you know, if this player gets better, it makes them this much better. If, if this player can do this, oh my, the, ca- the camera finally tilted. <laughs> grim look, grim look. You listen to Tilted by Lupe Fiasco? No. All right, well, we'll listen to that on the way to the right. end of January. No, 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 I'll leave it, I reckon. I reckon it's kind of funny. <laughs> now, that's very funny. <laughs> Hello. Bye. <laughs> um, 
And then with the Knicks, it's all like, okay, if RJ Barrett gets better, no evidence that he is going to do that because he hasn't. Uh, Evan Fournier is starting for them. Mm. He's not. Uh, he's not a good basketball player. I don't like him at all anymore. Um, <laughs> if they give Isaiah Hartenstein more minutes than Mitchell Robinson, if Julius Randle, I don't know. Even if he stays still, that's bad. <laughs> like, like he has to get better for this team to be good. The only the only good thing on this team is Jalen Brunson. Yeah, and I think that I I'm not of the opinion that he's like like he's overpaid, but I don't think he's overrated. Yeah. But if that's the only good thing, if that's the only thing that's like certain for you, then you're not going anywhere. But it's not like they, they hired... I don't know if Kevin Durant's dad's in the picture. But it's not like they hired Kevin Durant's dad as an assistant coach yeah. and then got Kevin Durant. They got Jalen Brunson's dad. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like it's a bit of a stink. Now here I've got in my Google search bar, would you like to read that out to the people? I was actually just thinking of him. Okay, but would you like to read this search? New York Knicks head coach and Google when, search. When you hit enter, it's still Tom Thibodeau. It, and you know what's even worse? It's year three of Tom Thibodeau. Yeah. Historically his worst year. Is that true or are we just making this up? <laughs> no, nah, I, I think this is the this is the theory that's developing over at our um, our sister podcast, the DB2, that oh, yeah. things go tits up in the third year. Yeah. Overachieves in the first year and surprised everyone. Second year everyone's like eh. And then third year, he just completely fumbles the bag. True. Well, ruins his relationship with every single player on the team. Has that not already happened? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, yeah. I yeah. Just... No, they're a bit ahead of the curve, actually. <laughs> the Tom Tim and There's. Yeah. No, I'm not going to back the Knicks. No. I. I. I'll, I'm. I'd rather be wrong and not back them than be wrong and back them. Yeah. I said this in the group chat the other day, and I was pretty happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well. <laughs> I think that wraps us up yeah so uh, after my late late game mulligan there which I'm really happy about that wasn't a that wasn't a peer pressure thing that was a like fuck it I've been thinking about it for a long time <laughs> uh, we only had one different in the east yeah um, we had a couple different in the west um, let's do let's do alright let's run through them I'm gonna go top 7 in my east yeah. Milwaukee Philadelphia Miami Cleveland Brooklyn Atlanta Boston I got Boston, Philly, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Miami, Cleveland, Toronto. Oh my gosh. Now, bottom four for the East for mine. Uh-huh. Well, for both of us. New York, Orlando, Charlotte, Indiana. Yeah. And your mishmash? Uh, it would be the Hawks, the Wizards, the Knicks, and the Pistons. I mean, oh, wait, the Bulls and the Pistons, sorry. Washington, Toronto, Chicago, Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the West? Yep. <laughs> for uh, my top seven, I've got Minnesota, Denver, <laughs> Memphis, Dallas. Los Angeles Clippers, Norlands Pelicans, and the Golden State Warriors. And I got the Los Angeles Clippers, the Phoenix Suns, the Golden State Warriors, the Denver Nuggets, the Dallas Mavericks, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and the New Orleans Pelicans. Man, I can't believe you disagreed on city name, team name. <laughs> Bottom four, we've both got, you know, this is fucking... Yeah, this is... This writes itself. This is, yeah, this is a lock and key. The OKC Thunder, the Houston Rockets, the San Antonio Spurs, and the Utah Jazz. Mm-hmm. And then your mishmash for the West? Uh, I got the, the Kangs, the Trailblazers, the Lakers, and the Grizzlies. I've got the, I've got Portland, Phoenix, Lakers, and Sacramento. Perfect. Well, I guess I'll see you next week. Put it there. <laughs> uh, good to be back in the chair. Yeah. Uh, let's go get some chicken. It's Jenna time. Woohoo! <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of the JVG NBA Tribute Show, hosted by Marco Holden Jeffrey and Lucas Petridis. Our theme song is written and performed by Pascal Ducasse with production by Mock B. 
Follow us on Instagram at JVG NBA Tribute Show and on Twitter at JVG NBA for more NBA content. The JVG NBA Tribute Show. New episodes every Wednesday at 7 a.m.